What's up, nerds? This is Lance. This is Tim. And you are listening to the Emo Otaku Podcast, the show where we talk about everything anime and music. And on this week's episode, we got part two with Tim from the Funky Panther. The uh, mustache is back. Yes. That is right. Mustache and tattoos part two. Uh, it's going to be a good episode. It is because we, we actually have a little bit, we have topics this time. We kind of flew by the seat right. of my pants last time, which was still a good time. Still fun. Uh, but this time, uh, a little bit different. I, you gave me homework. Uh, yeah. It was like, you know, we need legit topics. So, you know, this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be another one of those like top lists. People seem to really like those. Li- some those Everybody episodes. loves a list. Yeah. And, and, and wants a chance and if, to be like, fuck, you know, if you do it right, you can hit the algorithms right with yeah. it. And then people are like downloading that shit yeah. and it just blows up. So yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. I've had kind of a downtick in listeners since the um, I think the la- the biggest episode was the last one with Juan. Juan part two. I had yeah. a ton and then it just like plummeted and that's no fault to the the people that i've had on i'm gonna blame javier <laughs> yeah. he probably told people quit listening yeah, he's getting too good anymore. he's getting too good yeah we can't have him winning best podcast in fort worth like that would ever happen uh, it might man you never know we'll see in a few years i gotta compete with so many good ones dude now. there are a lot of good ones i'm actually worried about this year I mean, <laughs> the way the way TFTI has grown and Osos and yeah. you got Andrew with Fort Worth Roots. I know. He's just blowing up big time. The Forever Reckless Girls yeah. are huge now. Yeah. Like all these crazy guests and all the ladies love them. And I mean, I love listening. I mean, I might be a little bit biased, but I think it's a good podcast. I mean, yeah, you're a little bit biased, but <laughs> it, it is a good co- podcast. And they uh, they do get me laughing whenever I listen to them. They too, do. So. Sometimes they get me laughing because it's like, how the fuck? Do you think these things? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Cause it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like some of the shit that comes out of their mouth, you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't listened guys, you should go listen to all of those podcasts. I mentioned Tim, obviously from the funky Panther. That's right. A lot of you guys have already started to listen to them as you should. They're really fucking good. This last week's episode was fun. You guys were all in your new, uh, Adidas yeah, we, we wore track suits and then we were told by our guests that we were culturally appropriating. I saw <laughs> And you know, you're like run DMC. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, Oh man. I was with you though. That was the slob. That's what, that's what I thought. That's what I was going for. And, uh, Javier fucked it all up. Cause he got the, uh, he got the white. Yeah. We told him we, it's in the group message. We told him black. Yeah. And it looks weird having him be in the white one. I know. If you guys were all in black, it'd have been like, oh, okay. Well then now it just looks like the two white guys in black jumpsuits and Javier just kind of just threw one together. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. We all had our gold pinky rings, though. You guys so, definitely rock yeah, those. We're, we're Chad's is huge. Yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've seen it, but I that did. thing is is ridiculous. It's That's the most ridiculous, ridiculous ring I've ever seen. Javier wears his a lot now. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. He every time he's come over, he's worn it. No, oh, he. I think he wears it every day. I believe it. It's a good one. It's really nice. Um, all right. So this week, the first list we got is going to be albums that you feel have no skips. Now you were saying this was very yeah. hard. Yeah, man. It, this was one of the, this was a tough one because I have so many bands that I like. And within those bands, there's so many albums. I'm like, yeah, this album's awesome. Right. So I tried to curate mine in a way that like we were talking about it. We wanted to try to do different genres yeah. and it was hard, man. Yeah. Honestly, this felt harder than making like um, a top five, top 10, like favorite bands list. 
yeah. feel like I could do that in yeah. less time. Because this one, it was like, I knew a, a few right off the top of my head that I was like, I'm definitely going to say those. But then I was like, but I don't want to say a bunch of the same genre, which I did a couple that are the same genre. And I tried to dance around and do a couple different ones. But at the same time, it was like, I feel it's going to be hardcore heavy for the most part. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. For the most part, there's one that I, I actually said on your guys's okay. uh, podcast. I don't remember what you guys were talking about. I think you guys had actually said like albums that you think are perfect. And I chimed in. I'm actually excited to, uh, cause you're going to, basically i'm gonna take your list and it's gonna give me a few more yeah it's the same uh, bands to to dive into which you've already been sending me a shit ton of music and yeah. whenever i have chance at work or whatever i'm playing through yeah. it uh the last two albums that you uh you sent me bangers Are amazing right? yes so good yeah so good and my thing right now it's a little bit harder because obviously my schedule is way different right now right, right, right since i don't have my drive to and from work every day i don't have the gym every day that was my time to listen to new music so what I've had to be doing, what I've had to do recently is take a break from watching anime or watching <laughs> sports, whatever I'm doing, yeah. turn off my Xbox and my TV. And then, um, my record player also has Bluetooth. So oh, yeah. I'll just okay. hook my phone up and I'll read manga yeah. while I'm listening to new music, man. I can't do that. That's the only, I can't read and listen to music. Luckily, if I don't know the album, like if I'm listening to new music, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. If I'm listening to stuff I know, then I can't cause I just want to start singing. Along. Right. Yeah. And you start getting into it. Yeah. So I, I do it only if it's like, Hey, these albums came out last Friday. I haven't listened to it. All right, cool. Yeah. Get that first listen in. You can exactly. read. And then that's whenever you're like, okay, yeah, I really do like this. Yeah. I'm going to dive into it a little bit deeper. I'm going to listen to it again and then right. really start getting into it. Exactly. Okay. All right. So let's hear your, you want to hear my list first or do you want to go first? I mean, we could, we could go back and forth. We could, that we works could, too. you know, instead yeah. of just diving right into it. But, okay. um, these are no particular order. Yeah. Same. Um, same. I, I, I was going to put it in like the no. best or whatever. It was already too hard to do. Right. Um, so, all right, this might throw you for a loop. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. All right, not. so I'm going to start off with a relationship of command at the drive in. Oh my God, that's a good one. It's a great album, and you I know, was upset whenever they broke up. Well, they're back. I know. I mean, kind of. Kind of, yeah. So it's weird. So they broke up, <clears throat> made the Mars Volta, right. and then the Mars Volta broke up at the drive in, put out another album. Right. And then they like went on hiatus kind of again. And the Mars Volta just dropped a new album Friday. Yeah. And then you had Sparta as well. That was oh, a part Sparta of that, which Sparta is great um, in and of itself. Uh, two, I mean, all three of those. So at the drive in Mars Volta and Sparta all came from out of El Paso, Texas. Yeah. So Texas band. Um, that's what really got me into yeah. them. First time I heard them, I was just like, oh my gosh, I really fucking love this music. Got into it like the year they broke up essentially. So yeah. I got into that, that, that album relationship of command and then they broke up after yeah. that. So I was like, fuck man. And see, that brings up what you were just saying. You're going to make me think of ones too. And Delouse and the comatorium from the Mars Volta. Yeah. Is a perfect. Yeah. Album. It's perfect. So would you, I mean, okay. Uh, so I was trying to understand and you know, you start getting this like the subgenres of like metal and all that stuff. Mm. Mars Volta and all that's considered post hardcore. I don't know. I is, think uh, at that's the drive in would be post hardcore. Yeah, okay. But I think the Mars Volta is almost like a, a math math prog. Yeah. 
They were very because uh, that's what I thought. They were more very pro- mad. Yes, they were more. They had that more progressive rock sound. Yeah, there's no like, there's not a whole lot of structure to the majority of right. their songs. So I started like looking. I was like, all right, I want to understand better on like what's post hardcore. And, oh, it, and I'm like, hardcore is like all of our emo stuff, right? It is, but it's literally just like everything that came after hardcore. I was like, what? That's just yeah, such a broad, stu- like, well, yeah, that's a very stupid yeah, way yeah. to describe it. It's accurate, but it's like what I just describe it as is all that emo music yeah. we loved in high school and yeah. middle school. That's what it is. Right. So you say like Seosin and Ting Meg Sunday. Right. Uh, My Kim, all that kind of stuff is just, that's, that's post hardcore. All right. So I gave you my first one. Okay. Let's my see. first one is also going to be a wild one because um, it's all, it's not rock in any way. Okay, cool. It's actually flower boy from Tyler, the creator. Oh dude, that's a good one. Yeah. It's perfect. That's uh, that one is probably my favorite. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm torn because Goblin's really good too. Yeah. So is Wolf. Uh, yeah, dude. That's the thing about Ty- okay. So was his last album. So it, it was, and and the thing about Tyler, uh, we were discussing. This. So Chad doesn't really, he doesn't like Tyler the He's creator. An acquired taste. It, Most he, of it, the odd future guys. He are. is, and so like I like Earl Sweatshirt a lot too. I do too. Um, but it's the beats and Javier and I were talking about like the beats and then you start listening to what he's like, what he's actually saying. Yeah. The beats are what drew me in and then listening to him rap. I, I, like, like you said, you hear the first time you're not really paying maybe that close attention. And then I started listening to those words. I'm like, all right. Okay. Like these are like, it's more deep than like, yeah. I'm going to the club to fuck bitches. I think Tyler is just, he's so smart and he's yeah. so fucking funny. Uh, he's got His a really bars are so funny. They are. And he's, so there's an interview with him and, um, uh, Larry King. Uh, yeah. I've actually, seen it. it's really good. Really worth watching. It's really good. Yeah. I did not expect it to me, be that good. Me neither. First of all, I didn't expect him to be on Larry King. Exactly. That's so random, but that's what drew me in. Good, very good. I saw, I was just like, I get through these like YouTube, um, rabbit holes. Oh yeah. And then I just saw this was like Tyler the creator on Larry King. I was like, yep. what? So I watched him like, Man, this and it, and it really is. He's a profound guy. It's kind of funny. Like you listen to like I'm not a huge Lil Wayne fan, but if you ever listen to him do interviews, mm. he's actually got some depth to him, and you wouldn't expect that based off of what yeah. you see. And then you start to really, if you like, really sit down and listen to a lot of his lyrics or read his lyrics. Yeah, man's got bars on top of bar. It's way it's wild. Man, I was I was not expecting Tyler the Creator. That's he's one of my favorite hip hop artists. All right. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I loved the show Loiter Squad. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I love watching him on on any Nardwar right. interview. I just think I just like watching Nardwar in general. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> but I think they, they the way they are together oh, is yeah. so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna jump into a local band okay. uh, that I grew up listening to. Uh my sister introduced me to him. And then it just kind of took off from there. Uh, the Toadies. I expected that to be on your list. It's one of my favorite bands, if not like my favorite band. Um, and I was torn between their two albums. So, of course, like Rubberneck, which was like iconic. But they released an album that didn't get that much press back in the day. Their second studio album, which is Hell Below Stars Above. Okay. And that one is it's fast. Um, it's heavier. It's a really good, I mean, they've got some slower stuff in there, but it's just a really good uh, album and it didn't get the press whenever they first released. They kind of got screwed over with I see, it. I, I've seen, I've seen that happen. And it's one of those where like um, an artist will release an album early on when they're like maybe their first one on a record label, they're growing. And then their third album's the one that hits 
and then people have to go back and listen yeah, yeah. to that album. It's We're, like My Chemical Romance. Okay, yeah. I mean, Three Cheers did get a lot, but most fans jumped in when Black Parade came out. Right. So then they're going back to their first album. They're like, holy shit, well, that's this what, was better. That's what happened with me uh, with, with My Chemical Romance is that I got into them whenever Black Parade was out. And then I went back and listened to some of the other stuff. Uh, the used was the same way. Yeah, the used old stuff is much, much better. Yeah, right. Much better. 100% agree. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about Avenged Sevenfold, too. Yeah, Back, back Country <laughs> is, like, the only album I like. Yeah. The rest of it is, like, I can see I can see the draw for it. Oh, they're old, but they're old stuff. That's what I'm saying. Back Country. Like, before like, Back Country. Before that, I think I've listened to probably one album before that. But Back Country is the one the only one downloaded on my phone so he really he blew his vocal you know he blew his vocal cords yeah. out or whatever and had to have surgery and all that stuff and that's why he sings the way he does now like in backcountry and for you know but before that man dude had some pipes but he okay. was he just wasn't singing right that was a problem yeah, like there's a right way to scream back and, in the day when people didn't know how to scream right which is why you get like bring the horizon nowadays yeah. and you get the way that i like the way um Devil Wears Prada sounds, but a lot of people don't like how yeah. how he screams, which I get. It's not for everybody. Not everything is for everybody. Right, right, right. You know. All right, my second one is a very obvious one. If you know me at all, uh, Define the Great Line by Under Oath. Okay. It's my second favorite band of all time. Yeah, so. I was I was listening to some Under Oath um, a few days ago. I had I had circled back to him. I hadn't listened mm-hmm. to him in a while. Um uh, not my, they weren't my favorite band back in the day, but I, I did really enjoy them. And it's funny, like preparing for this episode, but just in general, like you sending me this stuff got me kind of reinvigorated back into like my metal and, yeah. and, and hardcore. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time with Chad mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, we used to listen to a lot of rock and stuff like that back in the day, but he likes a lot of the pop stuff. And so and I'm not saying I was listening to a lot of pop, but I started, and then I started listening to podcasts. And I stopped listening to music. And so that kind of sucked. Um, I'm really enjoying getting back into this and, and then actually going to some of these bands and shows and, and, and just, you know, experiencing it all oh, over again. Dude, I can't wait till we go to that show. Yeah. That show is going to be so dope. Um, yeah. I don't know if we have any listeners. I don't know if I do. I think you guys probably do. We might. Up in OKC. Um, we're going to go to that Hate Breed show. So if you guys uh, are listening and you, you feel like going and seeing Hate Breed, uh, it's going to be myself, Tim, and then Brian, who was on a couple weeks ago. Which, that's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a good time with it. Um, a nice collab between the three. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you also sent, Ozone's got a show coming up, too. Ozone has a show at Lola's. Right, which is local. Next, what, Monday? Right. I, I'm thinking about going, because it's 10 bucks. It's Ozone. I don't know how I feel about the way the venue was set up. Yeah. Are they going to be inside or are they going to be outside? I think they're going to be outside. They got a stage outside. They have a stage inside too. Do they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It's that oh. little tiny one in the corner. Oh, they'd have to be outside. I would imagine they would, but you know, I, I don't know. I think we're going to probably, I'm going to try and hit that one up. Um, if not, there's another one coming up at Tulips. They're playing yeah. with um, Ceremony and Gel, I believe. Which Tulips would be, I, I mean, I haven't been to Lola's yet. I've oh, we, I just went that one yeah, night yeah. that we were drinking, but I haven't been. Yeah, other than that. So, uh, Dustin uh, from uh, Jerry Jones Town, his yeah. band. Um, why did it just escape me? Anyways, his band uh, 
the spectacle. Uncle, oh no, not Uncle. Uncle Tosi's Uncle Tosi's out right now. They're the spectacle sick, is, dude. They dropped an EP not that long yeah. ago. So the spectacle is going to be playing a show October 29th okay. at Lola's, and that's whenever I'm. I'm. I am going to go to that one. I, I probably would. I might check out the Ozone show on uh, on Monday, but there's a man. I've been so busy. I probably have to like pass on that. This time. Yeah, I don't know yet. I really, I really want to see Ozone again. That's the main reason I would go. Um, cause you know, yeah. Kelly, he, um, Joe, he's the shit. He's such a nice guy and they're, they're crazy good live. Obviously that's, they also make good burgers too. Dude, Joe is, <laughs> yeah, he makes really good fucking burgers. I couldn't believe that when I met yeah. him. You're like, wait uh, a second. You're that. Yeah. I was just there at, um, Panther Island yeah. for, for trivia. And I went out there and I was like, Oh shit, dude. I recognize you. Cause he opened for God's hate. Right. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck? That Which uh, cool. thanks for sending that album. You're welcome. That was that's really good. That is, that was my most listened to album for that year last year. All right, so I'm gonna jump into okay. this one, and I've got a and there, and I'm gonna I've got an explanation for number one the band. I mean, okay. you, I, I'm pretty sure you like this band. Probably. Um, that was the hardest part of this is trying to, you know, with all of the different yeah, right. genres I love. So uh, Emperor of Sand, Mastodon. That uh, that album is my favorite. That's actually the first it's album not I heard. The album I thought you would pick from them. It's the first album it, I heard. Okay. So the first album I heard by okay. them. But what I what I like about them is that they don't just have one lead singer. Yeah, that's what I like because every song is like a different singer, or they yeah. combine. Yeah, and so it's like I'm listening. I'm listening to the same band, but I'm not listening to the same vocalist, and so it it keeps it interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I like the fact that like they very much. Their their albums in general are very um, epics. They're like sto- oh, like these like stories oh, that they're yeah. telling. And um, the reason why I like that that album so much is just that. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the song, the first song on it. Um, shit, I have to look that up. Anyways, just how it comes in and just the, the powerful sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you got the guitar and you got the drums and then you got his voice and you're just like, wow, all right. That was the first one I listened to. That was the first one that got me in the Mastodon, and I'll listen to that from front to back. Have you listened to their older stuff since you like yeah. found them? Mm-hmm. Blood Blood Mountain is probably my favorite, although Leviathan is really, really, really yeah. good. I mean, most of their albums are incredible. They're all really good. I was listening to, after I listened. I was listening to uh, Emperor Sand uh, at work today, and then I switched over to their newest one. Mm-hmm. It came out I guess last year. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, I hadn't listened to that one yet. And that one, I was like, all right, this one's pretty good too. They're just really awesome. And I've, I've missed every time they've, they've come to town and in Washington, they came and they played, man, they played with some, they played with like Lamb of God, I think. Yeah. And I missed that tour. I think I was, I was working or I was deployed. It was something like that. Like I was really pissed. Man, that would be, that would be a cool show. Lamb of God and Mastodon would be oh, fun. Yeah. Um, so uh brent hines or mr behinds uh he comes to austin a lot and from what i was told but from dustin um is that he does like these um secret shows yeah that's what he was telling me too yeah is he'll just drop in and play random shows with random guys which that's pretty fucking cool yeah that's dope can you imagine just being at I don't know, like a bar that ha- that does live music yeah. every once in a while, and then he just shows and up. And just like, wait playing. a second, that's Brian Hines. Yeah. What the How fuck? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talented guitarist. That'd be like 
being at the comedy store and like <laughs> Jerry Sean, Jerry Seinfeld just shows yeah just up shows up. He's like, I'm gonna do, do a, a set. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Dude, it's ridiculous. My next one, ironically, you had just talked about it. Uh, God's hate. Oh yeah, yeah. By God's hate. Yeah. That album is perfect. It was my most listened to album last year for a reason. Um, I saw them tour for that album. Like the, it's just crazy. Cause it's, you know, it's, um, Brody is a professional wrestler, the front man. Really? Yeah. Okay. So he's just gigantic. Did not know that. Um, yeah. And he's very intimidating on stage. Super nice guy. Cause I'm, he was I'm like sh- selling merch, uh, before the show really yeah he's a super nice guy but on stage he's just so fucking intimidating and then their drummer is also in a band called twitching tongues one of the guitarists is in terror so it's just okay. like it's like a yeah it's kind of like a an oc super band right right now that's uh so after listening to that what i like about god's hate is they have those really fast like blast beats in there yeah. but then they'll go into like halftime yep and just like the breakdowns are just they incredible hit so yes. hard and they're crazy they hit so much harder live it's insanity oh i'm sure i, I mean I've, and, and that's what's funny is like i've seen bands like you listen to their polished product and we're like yeah they're good and then you see them live like some some bands yeah i've seen some bands that are just absolute garbage live yeah, but same. you see them live and you're just like how do you we got to get this sound yeah. like how do we convey that to the masses because i couldn't agree more yeah yeah, that's that's gonna be one of mine. That's one of my. That might be my number one, honestly. All right, so f- for my love, like I've got obviously, I, I love the Toadies. They're local, um, and they were really big in the '90s, late '80s, early '90s is whenever they took off. Mm-hmm. That kind of '90s grunge, right? Um, my next one is uh, Jar of Flies, which is an EP. Allison Chains. It's a good one. That is uh, for me. Like, I don't like a lot of Allison Chains stuff. Like there's some, like I like bits and pieces of some of their right, albums. Yeah, right. Yeah. But jar of flies is one, uh, just, just how, just because of how it sounds, um, that acoustic sound they've got to it. Um, I can listen to that EP from front to back as well and just be like, all right, I can, I literally put, put my headphones on and just chill out and listen yeah. to it. Damn. You're making me think of other stuff that I wish I would have added. <laughs> it, it's tough, man. Yeah, this was a really tough, tough, this was a hard, I'm, I'm telling you the, for the listeners, I, I want you to sit down and try to come up with five albums that you absolutely love and, and, and it can only be five. Yeah. And especially if you listen to a lot of different stuff, Yeah, I had some indie stuff I wanted to throw in there, but I decided to hold off because <laughs> I was going to throw like some Amiga, the devil, and I was going to throw in like city and color. I don't know if you know uh-huh. city and color city and color is actually, um, you know, the band Alexis on fire or Alex yeah. is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Who you ask. So their guitar player and clean vocalist has his own like indie band okay called city and color gotcha incredible because you know he's got an incredible voice yeah he, it's so good he's released probably i want to say he's released like five full lengths five or six full length albums so there's a debate on alexis versus alex i think it's alexis on fire anyone uh, that's, I've that's ever what i thought it was called it alexis okay. on fire. but it's one of those like there was a weird thing uh, there was a TikTok going around with somebody saying, uh, pronouncing Seosin, Seoshin. So it's Seoshin? No, fuck no. that. Okay. I don't care. I do not care. It's Seosin. Like I've I never hear, heard anybody say I that. I want to hear from the horse's mouth. Anthony Green said it was Seoshin. 
But I don't care. You waited this fucking long to say that? No, it's Sayosin. Yeah, oh, man, that's bad. That shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your name is, it might have been that, but I'm sorry. It's, you it's, waited it's, this long? Yeah. Sayosin's been around for since I was in like middle school. Yeah. Come on, dude. You're not going to do that to me now that I'm 33 years old. Fuck off. <laughs> um, my next one is actually the other album I sent you, California Curse. Yeah. Drain. Okay. That was a good one too. I know. I love them. That's why they're tattooed on me. That's yeah. a Bay Area hardcore band. They're doing it big. Their lead singer is one of the nicest people so I've ever from, met. So from, from the homeland? Yeah. All right, cool. From Santa Cruz, which is most like, most of the people from like the East Bay, that's where we would like, we would like to drive out to Santa Cruz because beautiful beaches. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Lost Boys? Yeah, yeah. It was filmed in Santa Cruz. Okay. So like the beach boardwalk, that's where. Right. All of that was filmed. I, so, uh, you know, I found out the hard way whenever I was like 14 that the uh, Pacific Ocean is really cold. Really fucking cold. Yeah, I had no idea. My, my cousins that live in, the, and they live, in, they live in SoCal. And so like, you know, summertime in SoCal yeah. is pretty warm. Yeah. And I had no idea. So like, yeah, we're going to the beach. I'm like, cool. I've never been to the beach. I mean, other than the Gulf, right? Yeah. So I've swam in Gulf water and that's pretty bath, warm. It's bath water. Yeah. I, I, I ran out into it and they just let me do it. Yeah. They just let me fucking do it. They didn't yeah. tell me. I ran out there and I sw- and just like swim trunks. Yeah, dude. And now I completely understand why people like surf in full wetsuits. Yeah, and it's crazy that people surf in that. What I'll never understand is that people surf in like uh like the San Francisco Bay. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy to me. That I I would imagine that's probably even colder than Oh yeah. Than, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. All right. So uh my my next one is uh deja intendu great fucking album brand great new fucking band yeah um man i remember the first time i listened to them um i have a hard time deciding what my favorite song is on the album though uh I, probably the quiet things i think for me it's uh, me versus what maradona versus yep. elvis elvis right or i can't remember yeah yeah uh, i think that's my my favorite one on that album um just a good fucking album it's one of those that you can easily listen to from again from the start all the way through i really would like to get that on vinyl um i have this whole thing so i buy whenever i buy vinyl and that was partially what i was doing last night too as i was going through my vinyl collection whenever i buy vinyl it's hard to skip songs right so i pick something that i'm going to listen to all the way through so i mean i've got a very eclectic taste of music in general um and so again, going through there, I'm like, oh, this would be a good one. Oh, this would be a good one. Oh my gosh, this would be a good one. And yep. again, narrowing it down. I need to get this one on vinyl though. Yeah, I I agree. I think honestly, the one I would buy before that, if I'm buying brand new, would probably be the Devil and God. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's probably my favorite. But I mean, if you think about it, most of their albums have no skips. No, because Daisy is the same way. I think Daisy is underrated as an album. It was hard to choose one. I mean, I knew I wanted to do brand new. Yeah. Um, it was hard to choose one, but this one was probably the one I listened to the most whenever yeah, I was um, I in like probably late high school. High school. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember. I remember when Devil and God came out. I was like a, I want to say I was a sophomore, sophomore in high school. I think sophomore, maybe junior in high school. Like I remember the day it came out because I had friends that were super stoked about it. And then I was a Jesus person back then. So yeah. I was like the devil and God, I don't know how I feel about that. This one. is a little, this is a little too secular. Yeah. So it was basically like that. And then I listened to the album and I was like, Oh, I don't oh know man, shit. I can't remember what album it was, but uh, Jesse, my girlfriend, she bought this um, album. And at the time, like, so her, her stepdad 
they got really big in the church and yeah. they were going to do these like revivals and stuff. Yikes. And so like, yeah, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Right. And yeah, so they got, she got this album and, uh, it, it was, um, it was a soundtrack to, uh, oh shit. Uh, what was that movie? Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I can't remember. It came Who's out. In it? Uh, my mind just went fucking blank on it. And, um, oh man anyways it's got uh had a bunch of rap stuff on there from oh, the okay. 90s anyways she got this album dude it's gonna drive me nuts i'm gonna look it up here in a second um she bought it and then her mom found it and so she got in trouble and she had to burn it and like one of the like because it was secular music they're burning all their secular music oh no yeah her oh. the the church that her stepdad got really involved in was like insane like the stories oh, wow. that she's told me i'm just like oh like I went to church and I went to a pretty strict church, but we didn't burn our secular music. No, I didn't burn anything, but I also like didn't really have anything. Oh, I had. <laughs> I was very good at hiding. The, I like, had two uh, albums. I had. I had Rob Zombie Hillbilly Deluxe whenever I was like, oh, wow, I was probably like sixteen. I bought it from a dude at school. Um, okay. He was he was selling it because he needed drug money. Yeah. And so like I bought. I was like, sure, man, yeah. I'll buy that off you. And so I had that. I remember I went to like my summer church camp and I brought my CD player and yeah. I had my CDs. And then like my counselor was like looking and like saw it and like looked through it. And if you know Rob Zombie, he's very much into like the like the like the eighties horror and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. And so like that whole album, just like the CD itself, is covered in like um, witchy and devil shit. And mm-hmm. so he was just like, "This is so inappropriate." And yeah, was like man, whatever, get bent. I think I was. I think once iPods came out, that's when my dad stopped really worrying about what I had because obviously he couldn't really see what I had. Right, right, right. I would just go to my friends and be like, hey, put a bunch of stuff on here. Yeah. And then that was back in the day where you just like rip stuff off the internet. Yeah, you gave your computer aids to get like the best compilation yeah, album. Luckily yeah, luckily I did that at other people's houses. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. That was like also the golden age of like iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would have like all their all their iTunes iTunes music or like my dad didn't really want to do iTunes on his computer. So what I did most of the time is any new album that I owned, I would like go to my buddy's house and like they got the music for free and yeah. I had to put it on my iPod. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, my next one. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. 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 My my next one is Happiness by Dance Gavin Dance. Man, okay, so I never was a I was never really a yeah. Dance Gavin Dance fan. Yeah. Um I I did like him, but I mean it just never was on my radar. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you're going to listen, that's the one I would tell you to listen to. Now, the biggest thing with Dance Gavin Dance is they've had three lead vocalists and then, you know, like a couple other ones on the side and they've had two different screamers. So it's, it's been one of those things where like a lot of the albums sound different because you yeah, have different eras of dance. Okay. Bands. Man, that, that, so I'm torn on whenever bands do that. I am too, but at the same time, the way dance Gavin, Dan- I mean, they didn't have a fucking choice when they did, when right. they changed vocalists, but, um, the way they did it, it just like, it makes you appreciate different eras more. Okay. So you're like, okay, I like this album because this vocalist. Gotcha. And I like this album because this vocalist, or I like this album a lot. And I think the vocalist is okay. Yeah. It's like the newer stuff. I think Tillian is 
who's their newer one is just like he's okay okay Okay. but like the music is very polished and much much better see i I also have a hard time with like i get stuck in like these bands that are so smashing pumpkins yeah i I was i was gonna put a smashing pumpkin song or album on here um and everybody would probably think like it'd be melancholy and infinite sadness nah i'm I'm more of a gish person Mm -hmm. that's like one of my favorite albums uh in siamese dream but anyways i hate their new stuff man like yeah, I do, we were talking about that before. Like I saw them live, and they played a lot of their hits, and then they went straight into their new stuff. And I'm like, dude, nobody's here to listen to your new stuff. And I'm I'm, I'm not here for it, man. I get it. Like you want to keep putting out stuff, but like, don't reinvent yourself. I mean, I don't know. It's hard because a lot of the biggest thing with art with artists, especially if they start young, is they grow and they grow yeah. up and they start listening to different things. Because I mean, you think about us, we grow, right? Listen right. to different stuff, so. I get interested in playing new things, but how am I supposed to do that when I've been in this band since I was 16? Right. And I think so in my personal, like you can listen to their growth and their music, but their music also sounds very similar um, throughout the years. My biggest issue is that if you're going, if, if you, if you're starting off as a band, maybe you should just kind of like each album needs to be a little bit different, a little bit different, right. a little bit different that right. way people expect that and so I, I just didn't care for it i'm like man not about this but that's, i feel the same thing same way about marilyn manson whenever i listen to like it like this new stuff or like the middle year stuff yeah, i was very uh torn when the new stuff came out because yeah. you know he's also is when it came out how much of a piece of shit he is <laughs> dude i know so man. i was like oh man how do i justify listening to this because it's honestly okay i didn't mind it i thought it was fine yeah. for what it was like i had to just pull away from who it was and so, just listen to so do we listen to, so do we listen to it uh listen to pre piece of shit i mean it probably was a piece of shit the whole time he's been but a piece of shit the whole fucking time i like, just didn't know about do it do we listen to the stuff that was that was before we knew like i don't know man because <laughs> it's one of those one of those times where it's like do i i i'm gonna have to separate the artist from the art yeah I it's know. the same thing with brand new like i gotta separate the artist from the art yeah same thing with dance gavin dance yeah. now like it, it's it's how it is. Especially just nowadays, all of these, all of these allegations and shit are coming out, and, and a lot of times they're fucking true. You right, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't know, but you don't also want to victim shame, and you want to give everybody the opportunity to like, you know, plead their case right. essentially, right? And then you make it, you know, make a decision, or let the courts make a decision. But right. still, like, you're just like, fuck, man, I really liked you. <laughs> <laughs> I really like listening to you. I really yeah. like seeing you live or whatever. And Absolutely. you're just like, cool. Thanks well, for ruining my life. And it was like when I was on uh, Funky Panther, you had brought up the uh, Norwegian black metal scene. And then it's, yeah. and then I told you about it. And it's that's another time where you're like, I have to separate the art from the artist because, you know, I'm not a Jesus person anymore, but I'm not about to go out there and burn a fucking church down or yeah. kill somebody for being a Christian. When you told me about them just like literally burning a church down, I'm like, what? Like a real church? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I, I, look, I would I'm, tell you, man, go watch the movie uh, Lords of Chaos. Like a lot of the guys from ba- a lot of those bands, the guys are like, that's not really how it went down, but it's as close as they can really fucking get. Like, I'm good with like really crazy imagery and stuff like that right. and like i've watched i watched manson on stage literally like burn a bible you know and yeah. i'm like whatever it's just a book man i'm okay with that but like i guess i draw the line at like arson and murder oh, yeah, burning down a church and killing somebody that's a little bit yeah that's a, that's a, that's a little rough um even like 
whenever people ride after like concerts and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, Pantera, no, no, it wasn't Pantera. It was uh, Metallica. There's an, there's a, it's actually pretty good. Um, good watch. It's called year and a half of the year and a half of the life year and a half in the life of Metallica. And it's basically their black album tour. Okay. Uh, James Hetfield got burned on stage. And so they had to cut the, they had to cut their set short. I think they were in Germany maybe. And the fucking place like burned. Oh my God. I mean, cars being flipped over, yeah, riding, all that stuff. That. So I kind of draw the line. I guess I draw the line there. Like there's, there's a time and a place for like being really aggressive, but yeah. then going to the streets because you're the concert got cut short or in that case we're we're norwegian black metal we're gonna well they had to make sure that everybody knew they were uh they were true true cult i guess yeah yeah man, that's, that's crazy so much all right what's your what's your next one all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this genre out here um good kid mad city kendrick lamar yeah i mean i've I feel like, yeah, if you're going to say a hip hop album, that's, that's a good one. Good lyricist. Um, and that was the first, that was honestly actually the first piece of vinyl that I ever bought. That's a good way to and start. Your that was like one of like the first, like, like actual hip hop artists that I really listened to. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, um, that would be, that's like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not surprising if you're going to. I mean, if you like Kendrick, you're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, Good Kid, Mad City is probably like his best best work. But I, I mean, I expect most people to say that or to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. Uh, the, I was, man, I was torn at first about to pimp a butter, butterfly. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that. But he is an artist that his sound changes. Like, it's still oh, at yeah. the root him. Oh, yeah. But that album, I was expecting it to be somewhat similar to Good Kid, Mad City. Um, and it wasn't. And I was like, okay, this is different. And then I started listening to it, started listening to the words. I'm like, all right, I like this. It's still Kendrick, but yeah. it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's the same as like you get um, Childish Gambino. Yeah, well, yeah. Everything Childish Gambino's dropped has been completely different. Yes. His EP, Freaks and Geeks EP, was way different than Camp. Camp is right. different than, um, because of the internet, because of the internet, it's way different than uh, Awake, Awaken, whatever the hell, Awaken Love, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, is it the blue? Yeah, yeah awaken, yeah. awaken love. Which you have uh, to play at us if you have the album. You have to actually have to play it at a slower speed. Yeah, which is, I mean, I get it. Like that, that's kind of cool, but yes, yeah, very different. Yeah, I have one that I have to play at a higher speed. Really like, different than everyone else. Yeah, it's really weird. And then you've got well, and then he came out with um, uh, this is America. Yeah, that one. Well, it was one well, song. That one song, but like yeah. completely different yeah. than yeah. Everything he does is different, and then he's he's probably the best all around artist. Yeah, he's because funny. He's a, he's a he's a good he actor. Started as a comedian, right? He was a writer for I think SNL and Thirty yeah. Rock. Yeah, and Community. So he he's funny. He's a he's a good actor, and he's a talented talented uh, lyricist, singer, songwriter, yep. whatever you want to call he's it. The best. Yeah. I don't know why people fucking shit on him. I don't, I don't either, it. man. I don't either. I don't get it. I have a bonus one because I couldn't. I, I just couldn't. I had to. I've got a one bonus one too. Perfect. All right. Uh, Wonder what's next by Chevelle. Oh, that, that yeah, that's that is a good one. It's a fucking fantastic album. It's one that I I got. I think like end of middle school, beginning of high school, and I, I just listened to it on repeat over and over. I feel and like over people again. shit on Chevelle. Because they're not as good now, yeah. And people shit on them. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am um, 
guilty of shitty on that style of music where it's like a it's like your dad's metal or your 40 year old man metal is what i like to call it but the thing is is like i'm approaching 40 years old so it's like literally my yeah it's what i listened to back then right and it's like one of those where if you're not ready to listen to stuff that screams the whole time but you want heavy riffs right and like a potential breakdown that's what you go with have you heard speaking of hardcore-esque breakdowns or whatever intros um have you heard nickelback i have it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense at all it starts off so heavy i know so heavy but then chad kroger starts singing you're just like yep that's nickelback there you go there it is but the intro i'm just like i I was like whenever i first listened to it i had heard i seen some tiktoks where people were playing just like that first part i'm like all right, this is Nickelback. What? So I, I pulled it up and I started listening to it and I was playing it for Jesse and she's listening. I was like, you'll never know who this is until you hear the voice. And she's like, that's Nickelback. And I'm like, hundred yeah. percent. She's like, it sounds like every other song they did. I was like, yep. yeah, except for the intro. I'm just yep. like, it's ridiculous. They did that before too. Um, it's been a while now. It's probably been about, probably been about five years, but when, um, suicide silence, um, when they got a new singer because obviously mitch died um they came out with their first album without him and there was suicide silence got really like weirdly soft yeah and um like they were trying to sing okay and he was like yeah, <laughs> like, there were some parts like that and that was right when uh nickelback actually dropped a super heavy song that had like really fast paced drums and a crazy guitar riff and just like chugs you're like what the fuck is going on yeah did we switch places what's happening yeah Yeah. um what's your bonus so my bonus is like such a um i don't know man i feel like this is like everybody i don't know uh dark side of the moon pink floyd so i was gonna I thought I thought about putting it on there too because it, it is it's a perfect album. It, it really is in how the songs all interconnect and just yeah. go they just flow very well together I, yeah. I appreciate an album like that that's why I was saying Delouse and the Comatorium earlier because it's literally it's it's hard to even say their songs because it just flows so right, perfect right. where you don't even know where the next song yes. starts um where it's just telling a story. It's the same thing. I've, yeah. I mean, I've always enjoyed that with, um, I mean, there's a time and place for bands like to have distinct different songs. Right. But also like to be that creative yeah. and like, and cohesive. Yeah. Like you set out to write an album that was going to do this. This wasn't like, Oh yeah, I've got like, I've been recording like a hundred songs and yeah. we're going to put an album together. No, you actually put a lot of thought and effort in and made this yeah, and I, I like albums that are like that. The, the albums that have stories. Uh, I remember when O, o Sleeper, who are a Fort Worth band, um, I remember they put out uh, their album, Son of the Morning, um, and it was a story yeah. from start to finish. Like there was lyrics in the last song that tied into call the first. back to the yeah. first song. See, we need more bands like that. Yeah. Like we need more. We need more. We need I more agree. albums like that. I agree. I love albums like that. I think they're very underrated because a lot of people just want to listen to songs yeah. that are put together. I think that's a blame uh, to blame like Apple music and Spotify and stuff like yeah. that. Really? I mean, cause people can put these curated, you know, get curated playlists and it's just a random mix of songs. Like, Oh yeah, I like this song or, 
but nobody's actually taking and digesting like the full yeah. album. You know, it's like one of the biggest pet peeves I have, and I won't say any names um, of, you know, people that have done this while I was in the car, um, taking an album, listening to it the, for the first time and putting it on shuffle. Oh yeah. I never, yeah. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. At no. least the first listen, you have to listen front to back. Cause you never know what if right. they meant it to be listened to a certain way. Yeah, exactly. So like I have my, if I'm listening to an album for the first time, I don't put it on shuffle. If I am listening to just my library, like, yeah, it's on shuffle. Right. Totally different. Right. But if a new album comes out and I want to listen to it, I have to listen front to back. But there's even like, it's funny if I'm, li- man, if I'm listening, even if it's a, if, if it's a new album or not a new album, even if I'm, li- if I'm just listening, I want to listen to this band. I want to listen to this album. I don't listen to it on shuffle. I'd never put anything on any album on shuffle. If I'm being realistic, I think it's a disrespectful, it's disrespectful to the art because they put them in that order for a reason. That's okay. So we, we're, we're being really pretentious. I know. And I, and I, and, I, and I'm actually just, here for it. I, this is just how <laughs> I am. I don't think you should. Cause I think no. the artist took the time yeah. to put them in specific order unless they specifically say, Hey, listen to this. However the fuck you want. Right. Would, you know, do whatever you want in the end. I don't, I don't give a shit, but if I'm in the car, don't put an album on shuffle. Yeah. Please don't, don't do that. Put your library on shuffle. Put the library on shuffle. Don't put the album. Yeah. hundred percent. Since we're talking about bones to pick, I do have another one because we, I was listening to your newest episode last okay, yeah, night yeah, yeah. and I just, you know, I just want to throw something out there. Um, you know, I've, I've been guilty of saying it before. I try to very, very much to differentiate and to be as specific as humanly possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I fucking hate when people say I listen to everything. Um, because if somebody says that to me, I immediately try to test that and it takes me one to two songs. <laughs> to, th- to change that because people be like yeah man i listen to everything yeah i listen to metallica like that's cool man that's fine or i right. listen to disturbed like okay okay yeah. fine but it's gonna take me one song i'll show a beginning of a song be like no dude i don't like that okay you don't fucking like everything yeah like i don't like so i don't like and i will be the first to tell you i don't like everything so i, I, I hate pop country i fucking hate it like too. national like country is terrible country. Oh, yeah, me like too. outlaw country right and that's it yeah I want outlaw. I want I like Hank the third. I like Hank the third. He's, he's my guy. Charlie Crockett. Charlie Crockett's guy. pretty good. Um, even Charlie Crockett's a little bit, I, I like him, but he's, a, he's a little bit poppy. I like a little Can bit. Be at time. His older yeah. stuff. No, his older stuff's good. I don't know. His new album is not is, poppy to no? me at okay. all. It's very like he's, he traveled, he went on tour with Willie Nelson. So you can tell that in his new album, but yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I'm gonna have to listen to it then. I like uh, so. I mean, I like I like Outlaw Country and I like uh, like the murder, you know, whatever murder country. Or oh whatever, yeah, yeah, what I was just talking to you just about, just kind of uh, the darker, like Amigo the Devil, and yeah. Tejon Street Thieves, and Bridge City Center stuff like that. But like whenever I tell you, like I listen to a little bit of everything. I actually, I do, I do listen to a little bit of everything, and it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily gonna like you know every single hardcore band you're gonna give me. But I can also turn around and put on classical music and listen to classical music. I can put on uh, country. I'm going to find something that I do like and I can appreciate most, but I'm not a big fan of pop. Um, It has, I have to be in a certain mood and it's got to be certain pop artists. Um, I'm a huge fan of Gwen Stefani. And I mean, yeah, there's even like def- her, there's always going to be stuff in pop that we, right. like, but it's going to be the older stuff I've, I've realized. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unless it's like, I love Joji. I also really like, Justin Bieber, I'm not gonna lie, his newer stuff, he's so much more mature, and I think this stuff is actually really his, fucking good. That's how I feel about Justin Timberlake. Oh, like, I've always loved JT. So I didn't like In Sync, 
I didn't like the boy band era, and then I didn't like early Justin. I, even though Justified is so good, even though In Sync was the first In Sync was the first concert I ever saw. And you don't okay? I I, I went and saw it was a, it was free. Oh, okay. I had a season pass of Six Flags. I used That's to do right. this. Right, you told me about that. Yeah, so it was the first it was the first concert I saw Justin Timberlake with his ramen noodle hair, man. Um, but once he started kind of getting into his solo stuff and then listening to Mature, yeah. I really dig his his new stuff, yeah, and then great. like he did a song with uh, Chris Stapleton yep. that was just phenomenal. Um, aren't they both from uh, Nashville? I believe so. Or he's from Memphis, actually. Yeah, I mean they're both from that. They're both from Tennessee, yeah. right? I know, I know he's from Memphis because he always talks about Three Six Mafia. He's the first guy to be like, if you don't have, you've never listened to Three Six Mafia, you should because he always puts them on as like the goats of Memphis. That, that's awesome. Yeah, every time any inf- interview he gives, he always tries to throw Three Six yeah. Mafia in there. So I mean, like, if I tell you that I listen to everything, I do listen to. I will try. To I listen. listen to I will everything. try to listen to everything. Um, obviously, there's gonna be things I don't like. But someone who just like, oh yeah, I listen to everything. I'm kind of with you on that one. That's yeah, very a cop it's out. Annoying as fuck. Because um, I know. Because uh, I'm gonna tell you like what I what's typically my my rotation is. I, I do listen to some classical every once in a while if I'm in the mood for it. But like I'm gonna listen to 60s and 70s rock. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna listen to 90s grunge. I'm going to listen to like some groove metal. I'll throw some Metallica in there. Um, early, early Metallica. So like masters of puppet master of puppets or earlier black albums got its place, but like, nah, uh, kill them all was a great, that was a fun kill album. All was the best. So, I mean, thrash metal. I mean, it's it, it is sounds, right. It's the best, but it was a thrash. Mustaine helped write that one. That's, yeah. Uh, Megadeth again, um, or I'll get into, uh, some Iron Maiden, um, I love me. So I was going to put an Iron Maiden album on there. Um, I couldn't decide which right. one. But and Iron Maiden is like a compilation is probably my favorite. Iron Maiden again is just another one of those that like I, I put it almost in that same category as like Mastodon. They make these epic albums well, and yeah. it's just telling this story. I think Fear of the Dark is if I had to pick one, it might be that one. Yeah. Because I think it's one of those where it's just they're telling a story. And it's really. I can't remember the leads. What's the lead singer of uh, Bruce Dickinson? Yeah, I believe that he he's an avid fisherman. I believe I he's also heard, a fucking pilot. Yeah, I heard this whole story of like he everywhere whenever he goes on tour he has to fish. He brings like his fishing gear. Honestly, I would do the same thing. All right, so kind of got into that little tangent there. Your bone to pick. I agree with you. I'm hundred oh, yeah. percent with you on that yeah. one. Speaking of Iron Maiden. We also made a list of our best live bands that we've seen. Iron Maiden is the top of my list. I've seen them twice, and it is still undefeated. They are fucking insane. The props that they have, and you know, oh, I believe just it. So fucking good. Like I've never seen. Um, so I've never seen Iron Maiden. Uh, I've never been to one of their live shows. I, I so I've never been to like. I never really went to any of the big, like the big heavy hitters. So like I never I never went to a Metallica show I never went to a Slayer show I never been to An- I never seen Anthrax. You're not missing one. Um, <laughs> well, I I actually got to see it was it was just luck you know uh they played in San Bernardino and I was stationed in Lemoore which is the middle of fucking nowhere California, um, and my myself and my best friend we went and saw Maiden was headlining, <clears throat> and there the other bands on the bill, <clears throat> Megadeth yeah anthrax testament sabaton okay yeah so the heavy it's like heavy it hitter, was yeah. just heavy fucking right, hitters right. like it was loaded 
and I lucked out. Yeah. And every band, I mean, Anthrax was better than their like albums. Albums, I can't fucking do it, but they at least put a decent show on. Like, I wonder if they were better earlier in their years probably. versus them. And I mean, I feel like Slayer was probably the same way. Um, I want to see Slayer just to say I've seen Slayer. I want to get them in Metallica so I can say I've seen all four of the threat. But to go big, see Metallica, it's going to cost you an arm and a fucking leg. If I'm being honest, I'll I'll pay it. <laughs> I'll pay. They sit played in the, sitting in the nosebleeds and, and still spend a yeah, you know, shit ton. They played at the the Seahawks stadium when I was stationed in Washington, but I think I was either deployed or I just didn't feel like paying it at the time. Yeah, but it was like a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, but I got a fucking Metallica. I've you got a buddy of mine well. who goes to every single Metallica show that comes through. Oh, I can't do that, and he's done that since the eighties. I can't do that. So, but you know, if that's your favorite band, that I is that is it. his favorite band. Um. Yeah, talking about best shows, man. Um, so I've seen a lot of smaller, like still national acts, but yeah. smaller. Well, there's a couple in here. Not I mean, small, there's a couple on my list that are you most people have never heard of. So there's a band called Local H. Um, every I've heard there's like one song that everybody's heard. It's called Bound uh, Bound Bound to the Bound for the Floor Bound for the Floor, um, and everybody's heard it just go look it up i'm not going to sing it for you on on the mic um <laughs> but it, it it like it was it got heavy airplay back in like probably like the late 90s late 90s early 2000s on like all your rock stations anyways they kind of set them up as like a one-hit wonder because they didn't have anything else they actually have a really they have a good good fun catalog right yeah. um whatever i saw them they were just playing as a two-piece Okay. So they had guitar and drums. Yeah. And I've that was it. And their, their guitar actually, the way he had it set up is he actually had a bass pickup too okay. on there. So it gave yeah. that, it gave that deep uh, tone to it. Um, but still, I mean, it was heavy. Uh, we were fucking mosh pit. Uh, it was, it was, it was a good time, man. It was really a good time. Uh, put on a really great show. They opened up for uh, the toadies at Dia de los toadies, which is their uh, big festival. They do. Okay. Um, they usually have some, uh, Vaden Todd uh, Lewis, uh, the lead singer of the Toadies, uh, curates his uh, who he wants playing on those on those shows. So you get to see some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool bands that you might not have heard of. And then they usually have like one of their like heavy hitters of that era and that genre that plays open up for them or something along those, okay. along those lines. So Local H, great fucking band to see. I've seen a band that was. I've talked about this before. I talked about it with Juan, but I, I saw a band that was the same way. It was just a guitar and a drummer, and it was um, actually the original lead singer for Norma Jean and the Chariot. Okay, it was after the yeah. Chariot split up. Um, Josh Josh uh, Skog, Skogan or Skogan, however you pronounce his last name. It was him and a drummer, and I've seen him twice now. It's a band. They're called Sixty Eight. The numbers 68, just 68 like yeah. you were shorthanding the year 1968 yeah. okay like that's that's their name killer fucking show so the same way it's just two guys so they have to go as hard as fucking yeah. possible and put on a crazy show which that that i i didn't think i'd be in like a two-piece band like that yeah. and and i'm gonna have to check them out but local h really kind of set me because i didn't know they were i didn't know they were touring it's just a two-piece yeah. and i was like all right just two guys and then they went fucking hard and i was yeah. like this is fucking this is awesome I can appreciate that. Um, I'm going to get my two heavy hitters out of the way. Um, Misfits. I, I could imagine they'd be a fun show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Dude. It's as good as you imagine it'll be. Now I'm talking original Misfits. I got to see him original lineup. Yeah. 
obviously not in the fucking eighties. Right. But, right. Like, right. I saw him. Which they're on tour with the original lineup right now. Yeah, and I'm uh, assuming Dustin's wrong. Which I love you, Dustin, but I hope you're fucking wrong. Um, don't don't fucking put that evil on us. Um, I should be seeing him on the 29th with Brian. Um, are you going to that? No, no, no you couldn't no, go. No, okay. I'm actually I'm going to the spectacle show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That with the original lineup, Danzig's a fucking a god. If you're being honest, he's a douche, but. That's what Holy I've heard. Shit, can he sing? He can, and he's got such a unique voice. Yeah, he uh, did uh, Elvis covers on a on an album. Really? Yeah, I have to check that he out. A whole album of Elvis cover covers. It came out, I think, a year or two ago. Still he's, sounds good. Yeah, it's dancing. Yeah, that's all he does. All right. He writes weird comic books and sings. He wrote what? I'll show you. It's right. in it's in my my man cave. It's all a little right. dirty right now. Just that, that's a warning. Okay. But you've been I living have, in there basically. So I yeah, get it, I've yeah. had to sleep in that fucking chair for two weeks now, and I have another. I guess I can't sleep in a bed for six weeks. So. God, that yeah, sucks, sucks, man. So bad, dude. Um, but I have one of his comics. Yeah, uh, it's called The Infernals. Okay, I would love to one day get it signed by him, but obviously, it's probably never gonna fucking happen. But he writes really weird comics like really fucking nice he's a nice. weird ass dude so it doesn't really surprise anybody. i mean it kind of misfits is kind of a weird ass band yeah horrible. so yeah it makes sense yeah all right so you said misfits it's one of your heavy that's my other really heavy hitter okay. the other bands people probably heard of well most of them all right so uh stone temple pilots oh god i can only imagine uh the like original OG. og stone oh, temple with scott wilden um on heroin because there's a difference. Was it good when he was on heroin? It actually though? was. So I've seen it I've seen a band was. where like it didn't go that well for no, me. No, he did well. Um, but it was actually so it wasn't just him. I mean, I went I was at the Family Values tour in like 2000. Um, I think it was 2000. And so I went and saw a bunch of bands. This is actually the first time I saw Static X um, with the original Wayne Static yeah. uh, before he died. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots was there. Lincoln Park was there. We actually dipped out before Lincoln Park. Um, what? Yeah, I know people. People shit on me for this. I'm not a Lincoln Park fan. Yeah, but I mean, I guess and I just is 2020. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. I just like I don't, don't have any care to see him, man. Oh my god. I, I mean, it'd be cool to say that. Yo, yeah, I saw Lincoln Park, but again, again, hindsight is 2020. Sure, you know, Justin um, was going to kill himself. But Stone Temple Pilots was great. Um, they put on a, a killer show, and uh, what was unique about the show, and I've told the story before on on. Um, on the funky panther is that um, halfway through the set the uh, whole stage rotated around and they just had all these like candles lit and there's two stools and oh. so the band left scott wilden stays behind oh so they did like an unplugged yeah and then jerry cantrell from alice in chains comes oh, out oh that's so cool and they did songs they song swapped basically did some alice in chains songs and did some stp oh, songs that's fucking cool so that was like a really cool unique experience um my sister's like this one like this is like a once in a lifetime yeah, thing. Like nobody knew, again. nobody knew that was happening. Um, and if you know about family values tour, it was actually the tour was put on originally by Limp Biscuit, And this was the year that Limp Biscuit was not there. So I'm, I'm actually disappointed. I, all I right. mean, it sucks. You didn't get to see Limp Biscuit, but at the same time you got to see something that yeah. nobody else would ever. Get I'm to a, see. I, I, I'm going to say it. I'm a Limp Biscuit fan. I mean, I think, so here's the thing. <laughs> I think we're, I said this before. I think we're past the, um, the time where we just, talk shit about limp biscuit yeah it's like i think we're past talking shit about oh, i always i defended them man i always defended them. i mean i i just kind of like 
Dude, I saw Nickelback. Fred Durst is a tool. Yeah. So I think that's the main reason we talked shit on it. I wonder Apparently. if he's like an actual tool or I if it's like, if it's all show. No, I think he's you think actually it's all? a tool. Yeah. It's like, I think the guys from ICP are actually that fucking crazy. Oh, they are. That's what I'm saying. hundred like, percent. Um, sidebar on that though. I'm not an ICP fan. But I want to go to the gathering of the juggalos. Yeah, I want to just want to experience it. Experience it. I hear like um, if you're an artist and they don't throw shit at you on stage, it means you sucked. Yeah. Like if they start throwing shit at you on stage, that means you're doing a really good job. And they love you. Yeah. Yeah. Franz Franz has been in Attila have been on. uh, I heard it was like, okay, I've heard that also if they depending on what they throw at you too. Yeah. So if they don't throw anything or if they throw like I think it was like chicken. Yeah, it's something weird. Then they yeah. don't like you, or they don't throw anything. They don't like you, but if they throw Fago, if they throw Fago and glass bottles at you, it means you're yeah. You're then one you're of doing, them. and then you're just like, I want to get the fuck off the stage because I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't. Uh, but right. I would like to see them. Um, just to just to just say to that go one to the too. Gathering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where like I don't really like those types of white people, but I want to just experience it one time. Yeah, it's like crowd. Oh. It's like uh, people watching at its finest. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I want to experience Coachella one time. Just yeah, to say I have. That'd be kind of cool. But I'd go, yeah, I don't I have friends from high school that go literally every year. Like Lollapalooza would be cool to see you yeah, one just, time. Yeah. Just to say I went. Yeah. You know? Um let's see, I have I have a, a small band. They're not a band anymore, unfortunately. But they're called Vanna. Okay, I've never heard of them. They're from Boston. All right, I like um, Boston. They were like, uh, they started off as like a legit hardcore band and then they kind of turned into like a, a metal core band and post hardcore metal core. Yeah. Um, but when I saw them, I saw them in this really small venue and when I was stationed in, in Lemoore, I still went to Fresno to watch these guys in a really small venue. And I remember <clears throat> the lead singer getting in the middle of the pit and just going hard and people were just circling around him and then i remember him hanging from the rafters that's and screaming awesome. and then they played warp tour and the guitar player got on the lead singer's shoulders and they were in the middle of the pit playing screaming like that's insane yeah they're crazy yeah they I were like really fucking good too i like that all right so i'm gonna go back to a heavy hitter okay um, so first time getting to see them whenever I went and saw the freaks on parade tour, which was, um, Rob zombie headlining, which, all right. We talked about just like stage props and all that stuff. Yeah. Dude, zombie has some fucking killer oh, stage it. props and his stage show is, is incredible. Even if you don't like his music or his style of music, the stage presence alone is worth just going oh, to watch. I believe it. 100%. Um, but mud vein. Yeah, I've, I could see that. Uh, too. I, I was I was a fan of Mudvayne back then. And it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. Um, the imagery was was intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, it was very intense. Uh, red banner banners hanging, white like circles. Farm. Look like um, look like Nazi flags yeah. that were hanging, but had their pentagrams in it. But those guys came out right, and you expect a band. So they hadn't been playing together. This is they got together. This is everybody got back together. They've been on a hiatus for like 12 years. Yeah. You would not expect a band that's been together for that long, as long as they had been to come out and just immediately play one of their hits. But they, they have so many hits that were popular back then that they could, and they came out playing dig. Oh, and God. I'm telling you like the, they had this, they had this, um, 
they had this big banner up that was hiding everything behind it. It just had, it was black, had their pentagram on the front of it. And then you just hear that iconic slap bass that at the beginning. Yep. And then the banner drops. And what was funny is like that concert, Power Man 5000 opened up, mm. which industrial metal, um, usually pretty, pretty heavy on the bass. Um, you feel it kind of thing. Static X comes out, comes out next again, a heavy band, yeah. but their sound wasn't nearly as loud and nearly as intense as what mud veins was in mud. It, as soon as they played, I could like, I felt like my whole body was vibrating. Yeah. Well, they was, do that kind of shit on purpose too. Yeah. They want to get you warmed up. Right. And, and then farther you go in the bill, it gets heavier and heavier. dude. And I'll be honest with you. I think mud vein, like as much as I do, I'm a, I'm a Rob zombie fan. Right. I think mud vein was better than Rob zombie. Oh yeah, I've, uh, I've seen that happen. Yeah. So uh, they were incredible. I'm glad I got to see them. I would love to see Mudvayne again at some point at a closer seat, like actually like down uh, on the floor. Yeah, on like a smaller venue, probably. Oh, I'd do it in a big venue. It'd be fine, but I'd like to be in the floor, like oh, okay. in the pit. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point too, and it oh, it's a perfect segue to one of my other bands was uh, when like an opener steals the show. Yeah. So I saw. This was another show. These were, I went to a bunch of shows after I filed for divorce, ironically. <laughs> um, so this was also, it's uh, funny how it works. Like you start finding yourself again. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I got to go to like one concert, two concerts while I was married. Yeah. And then as soon as I filed, I like started going to a bunch of shows in Fresno. Yeah. So I went to another show and it was actually a, um, a band called the color morale. It was their headliner. They played with like the ghost inside. Oh, okay. And, um, I think Gideon played too. So it was a long time ago. Um, but the Acacia Strain also played. And like I, I had listened to a little bit of Acacia Strain at that point, And I was like, that was the band I was going to see. Yeah. That was why I wanted to go. The Acacia Strain stole that fucking show. They played second, I think. Yeah, they played second. And like how heavy it was it was just like your head and eyeballs are shaking and like the way all of the breakdowns were hitting were right. just so hard and then i remember the pit and i'm on the outside of the pit just like weaving in and out like just getting pushed and pulled and pushed and like, pulled. am and, i in danger yeah I, I felt like that but i was like this is so yeah. awesome and then i saw like half the crowd left after they played oh wow yeah because it was just like they stole the fucking show dude I mean, it's got to be a kick in the dick for the other band. Oh, for know? sure. But I've seen Acacia Strain yeah. now, I think, four times. And it's been amazing every time. I just saw them play with... Um, uh, they headlined, and it was at uh, Amplified Live. Not or uh, Kubla Khan was the band right before them. Okay. And then Dying Wish played, too, and a band called Orthodox. Oh, wow. Um, Kubla Khan's from North Texas. And it's one of those where, like, if the band is from Texas, playing in Texas, it's just going to be that much crazier. You would hope so. Yeah, well, Kubla Khan playing in Texas, insanity. Just fucking insanity. Because they're already, like, beat down hardcore. Yeah. Like, I'll send you some. You'll be like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Um, But it was another one of those where, like, and then occasion came on stage and we're like how the fuck are we supposed to follow that like we're the headliner and they're playing like a uh an anniversary yeah. tour for one of their best albums okay, if not gotcha. their best album and they're like how are we supposed to fucking follow right right, right. kublai khan in texas 
You don't. You don't. Like, it's so hard. I mean, they did kill it, but it was like, bro, you you see a band on the bill that's not the headliner that does that much damage. Man. All right. I don't know if you know Rockabilly or not. <sighs> not really. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm a fan of Psychabilly and Rockabilly. Uh, there's a band called Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> They're from uh, North Texas. They're North Texas. Like well, in the rockabilly world, they are an icon for rockabilly. But um, rockabilly, psychabilly, all that stuff stems from like a mixture of like punk meets country, and then you throw in like the upright bass and all that stuff. Okay. And so these guys, like if you look at them, you're like, they're. I don't believe they're going to put on a good show. Like you just yeah. look at the guys, you're yeah. like, there's no way. But my god, like. The Reverend is, he's an amazing guitarist. His vocals are awesome. Their bass player, upright bass, just going insane on stage, dancing around, like spinning the bass, climbing up on top of his bass, all that stuff. I mean, they just put on a killer show. They have so much energy. I've seen them a few times. Um, Richardson, uh, Richardson, Texas, they put on this thing called the Richardson Wildflower Festival, mm-hmm. which seems like, why would I want to go to a wildflower festival? <laughs> they have okay. some fucking killer bands. That's yeah. why. Um, so I saw them there. Um, I've seen them at the Ridgely, uh, old old school Ridgely, way back in the day day. Uh, saw them there several times, and every single time they just put on a, yeah. a killer show. And they're all older guys. Um, they're God, the Jim Jim Heat's got to be, and he's got to be probably like sixty. Like he's an old he's an older dude. He's like in his mid like mid to late fifties, if that's, not sixty years old. Yeah, that's like Maiden, but still puts on like yeah. like the intensity is insane. Yeah. Um, worth, if you ever get a chance just to go check it out, you're going to see guys wearing bowling shirts and stuff, you know, there they're going to have their hair. Like I'm going to a ska show. Yeah. But they're going to have their hair and like all greased up. They're going to look like, they're going to look like, like literally like those, uh, like the fifties, um, uh, bad boys or whatever. Interesting. Sleeves rolled up, cigarette pack of cigarettes in the sleeves kind I of mean, thing. Yeah. Send me the music. Yeah. I'll listen to all it. Right. Uh, my last one is actually Knocked Loose. I would like to see Knocked Loose. Like you can, if you've listened to Knocked Loose at all, you yeah. can imagine how they would be fucking incredible live. Right. It is. It was okay. It's just as good as you would expect it to, if not better. Like you, you expect Knocked Loose to be good. They really are. They really yeah. fucking are. <laughs> I'm like bringing down the fucking house. I saw them in a tiny venue in Deep Ellum. Uh, it was Club Dada. Which oh is, wow! Yeah, you've been yeah. tiny fucking yeah. Thing, right. Yeah, yeah. They headlined, and it was my first show in Texas. Was seeing Knocked Loose at Club <laughs> Dada, and what an introduction to Texas it was. I've always wanted to see like the Dropkick Murphys. I have seen. Have them, you? And they're just as good as I, you expect. I imagine they would be. Um, I've always wanted to see them. I just never have. I've, their opportunity's been there because yeah. I mean they tour a lot. It's just that I did not have the opportunity on my end yeah. to show up. Um, I've had a friend, uh, one of my close friends uh, has gone and seen him a few times, and he said they were awesome. Um, he's, of course, down in the pit, you know, yeah. just having a, like, singing along, jumping, all the, you know, all the stuff that you expect, which I want I want to do that. I want to do that, too. <laughs> what really sucks right now is I can't. Like, when we go see Hatebreed, I'm going to have to be, like, off to the side or in the back. Cause I'll still be healing. Yeah. Like you stand sucks, to the side, dude, 
stiff arming with your good arm. Yeah, yeah. man. Which I'm I'm bummed because I want to get in a hate breed pit. Like that sounds. I'm kind of worried. Awesome. No, because <laughs> like, it, it'll be the real hardcore. I mean, I yeah. don't know how the hardcore community in fucking Oklahoma City is, but I imagine. I hope that it's somewhat like yeah DFW. Yeah, it's a good it's a good community. Like you get knocked down, they pick you up immediately. Oh no, I'm not worried about that aspect. I'm just worried about my body the next day. Oh no, you're gonna be fucking hurt. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I'm, I'm I'm old, man. I feel old, and I'm worried about my, my my bones are gonna be like. You shouldn't have done that, sir. Yeah. My calves are always sore. My back is always sore, uh, depending on if I get kicked in the fucking chest or the head or not, you know. Fuck. <laughs> I saw knock loose. I got kicked in the fucking chest. I am pretty excited, though, about, because, I mean, they're going to be playing there. From my understanding, it's the entirety of uh, Perseverance is yeah. what they're playing. That's what I'm, un- that's what I understand. Yeah. Well. And so. And probably a few other hits. Yeah, but that is a great album. Yeah. That is an excellent album and it's gonna they're gonna it's gonna hit hard yeah and then all of their openers are insane too yeah like gate creeper i have seen live fantastic yeah fan fucking tastic i can't remember who else was fucking playing was dying wish on that tour i think dying wish was one of the openers maybe i yeah, can't fucking I'm gonna have to go back and look i remember all the openers seeing them and being like oh this is gonna be a fucking show and i'm, I'm gonna check out the venue because I, I mean obviously I, i've never been uh, to a venue in Oklahoma City. I've never been to Oklahoma City. So. Uh, OKC is actually pretty cool. It's a pretty cool city. Okay, that's good. They've got some cool stuff there. Um, that's where uh, Timothy McVeigh blew up a a federal building, killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. That was Oklahoma City. Yeah, it was. But they've got like a memorial to that. It's actually really, really cool. Um, they've got uh, man, they've got this like huge um, like garden. That's out there. I'm, uh, I mean, this I'm, is stuff. This is stuff I'm that we're probably not gonna. To, we're not gonna I mean, do. But you're in. I mean, I'm down. I'm sure Brian <laughs> doesn't give a shit either. He's just there. He's just there for the ride. He's there for the show. For yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm looking forward to that. And so they were playing also in Houston. Yeah. And either way you look at it, though, is the thing. Like Oklahoma City is like four hours. Houston's like four hours. And I'll be honest yeah. with you, I'd rather go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, I've never been to either. I want to go to Houston. Oh man, but I, the, the it's reason like the armpit of Texas. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I feel like El Paso is probably worse. Uh, I feel like I feel like West Texas is probably worse. No offense if you're from there. <laughs> I just feel like it's definitely worse. Uh, West Texas is like Satan's butthole. Yeah, and it's, it's a just, lot of races. Yeah, it's just hot and nasty. Houston is humid and nasty. Um, yeah, I mean. I get that, and then I hate the Astros, but, you know. We all I hate love, the Astros. I love sports, so I want to hit all of those stadiums that are there. Um, and then I hear it's one of the best food cities in it, the United States. It actually, I will say that. They, it is a great food city. Yeah, um, there's, yeah, I love food, so. I love food, too. Yeah, so, you know, trying I, all those cool places. Man, so we probably could just, no, Oklahoma City's pretty good, though. They got some good food. I believe like a good it. food. Uh, it's a it's it's a cool city um, for Oklahoma. Mm. If you're you're not a Texan, so you don't understand this, and that's fine. But we have this like disdain for Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. The only you know, you Oklahoma guys have a disdain for a lot of states. Okay, I feel like. that's true. Um, yeah, California. So, so upset about California for some <laughs> fucking reason. That's because they're 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 take they're coming here and taking our gerbs. 
Yeah, well, you know what? They're also trying to change a lot of laws. Yeah, that's true. Help. They are. They are They're trying to change. Hopefully, they just change the ones that need to be changed and don't make it too fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people left California to get away from that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Better taxes here and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you know, and the whole abortion thing, and like we don't have to get into public uh, politics, but you know, we need to make it less fucking red. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a fan of like just let let me do what I want to do and yeah. leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I mean that's all the abortion shit is is yeah just leave people the fuck alone if i want to you know if i want to do something to myself then i should be allowed to you do it you shouldn't be making any laws based on your fucking religion based on religion and feelings man yeah man fuck off with that shit that's politics time on emo attack <laughs> thank you for joining uh, that was yeah. a that was a good discussion there yeah uh, um, now everybody knows our feelings and uh you know if, hopefully that gains some listeners or um you know if you don't like what we're saying then you probably should get get fucked yeah get bent <laughs> um well thanks for coming back again. yeah man it was just enjoyable um i'm glad we got to go over these lists um yeah. always a good time always a good hang yeah um keep sending me more music i will uh fucking forgot already what i was gonna send you you, well, you, um, you know just go back and listen to the episode and then yeah. you know <laughs> i'll listen to it and be like oh yeah and, yeah it might have been somebody on this list that yeah. i just fucking forgot about it probably was um, well, uh, do you want to plug yourself again? Yeah, you can, uh, you can find me on, uh, Instagram for my own personal one is, uh, Timsta one eight seven. Uh, I had to change that from eight one seven after I got banned from Instagram. So I just decided <laughs> to go for the, the, the code for murder. Uh, so Tim, Timsta one eight seven T I M S T A one eight seven. Uh, you can find us on the funky Panther at the funky Panther at the funky Panther.com or, thefunkypanther.com don't put the at there um we're live every tuesday uh eight o'clock central standard time i don't know what that is where anyone else is listening so figure it out um and yeah come uh, check us out jump in our chat whenever we're on youtube uh, doing our live stuff we love interacting with you guys and uh yeah that's it man yeah man and if you haven't listened to their podcast do that they're they're very uh busy and uh fucking all over the place yeah and they're on they're on their socials a lot i know chad is always on the socials. chad is our social media king i don't check emails i get in trouble for it <laughs> like why is no one checking the email well, chad's like, probably the best person to respond to other people he so is that works out um thanks again uh thank you for listening guys um we got another few more weeks before antoine comes back so I might have Tim back again. Dude, you're, love it. Love gonna, coming on. You're going to get more Juan. You're going to get more Javier. I'm trying to get a few other people. I'm still trying to get Jerby on here. I'm waiting for him to get back to me, but you know. He's a busy, busy man busy, now. Busy man. Yeah, especially with their, uh, they got some new things going on with uh, Nickel City that I'm not yep. going to say. It's supposed to be kind of hush-hush, but you can probably figure it out. Um, you know what? I'm ready for Antoine to be back. I am too, man. I want to hear some of his hot takes. I dude, I'm sure he's got plenty. He is. He's told yeah. me he hasn't gotten to watch a lot of anime or listen to any of the podcasts. Really, like he's listened to clips and stuff, but he's just been busy with all that bullshit. So it'll be nice to have him back. It'll be weird to have to have him back, but it'll be nice. Um, another thing, real quick before we leave, um, this will come out on Friday, but there if you're a local fort worth person uh the oktoberfest is this weekend friday thursday friday saturday at yeah. uh, trinity park uh we're gonna be there thursday 
Yeah, um, so you won't know this. Um, maybe you'll see us there. I'm going to be there on Saturday as yeah. well. Oh, okay. So if you guys want to come out, say hi, grab a sticker, whatever, come on out. You going to do the Stein hoist with your left hand? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I could just, I'm stuck in this position. Oh, maybe, oh yeah. maybe it'll work. You could do that or, you know, use your non-dominant. And, yeah, yeah, it'll work. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Me a lot of good yeah, beer. Yeah. They're having like sp- Spatten is going to be there. Yeah, That's man. fucking awesome. Um, yeah, on that note, uh, we'll see you guys next week. And as Antoine likes to say, love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye.